This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. I'm a fan of it! We love America! This level of foolishness and joy. Losers, in other words. Now watch this drive. Great ass! Damn it! I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm pissed. I'm Welcome to Good Christian Fun. I'm Kevin. I'm Caroline. And we're here to have good Christian fun. Cool, cool. Wow. Which was apparently, uh, that was a catchphrase. A real life affectation of the real life man. It's, uh, he studied. <laughs> he did the he, work. He did the work. He did so much Thank work. Thank God. <laughs> we're here to have good Christian fun. Good Christian fun is the podcast where we talk about Christian pop culture, the music, the movies, the entertainment made for and made by Christians, but we're not here to make fun of you or to make you go to church. We're here to make you go to hell this week. We're going this to week. hell. We're going, let's go to let's hell. Let's go to hell. Let's, let's go, go to hell. To hell. <laughs> is that, should that be our new sign off? Now watch this drive. <laughs> let's go to hell. Let's go to hell. Let's he's go Italian, right? Hell. In this yes. movie. Yeah. Oh. Is he Italian is in this movie? Is he Italian or is he Italiano? <laughs> <laughs> Upper Winfrey style. Was he Italian or was he Italian? <laughs> <laughs> He was Italian. I think he was Italian. Italicized. He, well, it to immerse himself, he did fall into a vat of mozzarella <laughs> and linguine. <laughs> and you won't believe this, but he ate his way out. <laughs> I would love the Father Wart diet. <laughs> I think I would really enjoy that. It's the new Atkins. <laughs> Do kids remember Atkins? Do kids remember Atkins? Or South Beach. <laughs> Or other specifics from the 90s when disordered eating slim was just what normalized. What's that, Slim Fast? Yeah. Oh, just those were Mama just were milkshakes, slim right? Fast. Oh, yeah, exactly. They're just like a milkshake. Is that it what? Tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're a kid and you don't have any chocolate in the house, that's the closest thing you Did got. you eat Slim Fast for real? Oh, yeah. And then I would get in trouble because my mom was like, that's my Slim Fast. That's all I have. <laughs> <You're> like, <"Bleh." laughs> like, listen. <laughs> Get me some ice cream and I'll move on. Oh, it's a negotiating tactic. Yeah. <laughs> you want the slim fast? Caroline gets a scoop or two. <laughs> I see that now. Yeah, it works that way. Well, it's uh, we're in hell all month. It's hell month on the podcast and the spooky month of October. The devil's month, some could call it. Or Caroline being tested and tempted. 
triumphing. <laughs> Hopefully triumphing over... Over Satan? Her fear of scary movies. That's the thing. Each week we've done almost... Uh, I don't know if the idea was to do increasingly scary movies each week of just like <laughs> rationing up yeah. the, the spook factor. But, yeah. you know, we only have one more left next week. What did week. we watch last week? We watched End of Days. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> A movie in which Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, tries to prevent Satan from conceiving the Antichrist with a woman. And famously on the set of that movie, he did non-consensually fart in an actor's face. <laughs> this is true. But she confessed in a podcast the actor recently. complained about it in a podcast from like five years ago. And uh, Arnold you know, was canceled. And we believe her. I believe her. I believe her. Certainly. It doesn't seem like something you would lie about. <laughs> no. Why would you lie about it? That's the thing. It's too specific. <laughs> I to- would never stop talking about it. <laughs> Oh, gracious. He had her pinned down, butt to face, farted right now. It was during a fight scene. Do I do- talk now? I don't yeah, know if you I, can oh, tell you. I mean, well, it's I was being soon, quiet. You, I was no, like, you're being respectful. This is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't let's, it fun to be quiet? We can talk about the fart. So we can talk about fart I, games I think together. it's time to bring in a very special guest, finally. He can weigh in on Fartgate. Friends and folks, you may know him from his own podcast, Artists on Artists on Artists on Artists, or from his Tic Tac. Tic Tac. <laughs> Jesus, give it the hell up for Jeremy Colleen. Yes, thank you, Welcome Dexter. On. Thank you. Thank oh, you for having forgive me. Forgive my boomer dad over here <laughs> trying to identify apps. I, I saw him on Tic Tac. <laughs> the Tic Tac. Wow, what an intro. Do you use this intro for every guest? Yes, sir. No, Damn, I thought that was special. <laughs> All 297 episodes previous <laughs> to this Jeremy one. Jeremy needed flair. <laughs> needed fanfare. Dexter, you can get this off is, of Jeremy. I love this dog. <laughs> it's nice. We have a bond. Yeah. Oh, Unbreakable. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Well, he's always the right size wherever I he know. ends up. I know. And he's so cuddly. He's he, cuddly. He makes himself the right size. You yeah. Know? He's kind of like flubber in that And sense. he's like a little <gasps> protective cover, cuddly. Oh, yeah. Like he sits on your lap and it feels like you're being guarded. Right. Yeah. Until he bites your nose. It's like <laughs> when you're out on a date <laughs> yeah. and you see someone looking at your sweetie and then you put your arm yeah, around them where yeah. it's like, this is mine. This is kind of mine. That's right. Yeah. I'm yours, Dexter, yeah. officially. He's protective you know toxically is what <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. You'll know you're really his when he starts munching on his little dick right on of you. Uh, cannot wait. That's when he feels it. Next level. Oh that's God. security. That's comfort. That's trust. That is intimacy. Real. Uh, as well. Mm-hmm. And that is real. Do it. Munch it. And I will say, I mean, do it. Not to throw, uh, you know, stones in glass houses because Dexter has been, he's been doing the same sort of crimes that Arnold Schwarzenegger did on that set <laughs> yeah. for years in front of Caroline. I mean, who who hasn't farted in somebody's face non consensually? I you wish know? I had the chance. Like, I, feel I like actually did it to my brother when we were younger. That and feels it, like the perfect. Yeah, stuff. I was like 13 or 14. Of course, that's the age. We were fighting over a deep seat. Like of like a an deep outside seat. deep seat, you know those seats that are just deep. You can't get out of easily. Is it in a couch or is this? A oh, this is like chair? a this is a like a lawn chair situation. It's like a okay. It's like a circular lawn chair. That oh, you, I know what you're talking about. It's like this, like a chair mm-hmm. legs, right? And then a big like oval that's kind of oh, like yeah. facing 45 degrees up, and then yeah. fabric. Yes, and you they sit have them and at World like, Market. Yes. Like, I think oh, it's called a, a Papa chair. 
Okay, there or we like go. An, Papa, or like an egg chair. A Papa an John's egg chair? chair? Maybe not. <laughs> Papa John's chair. You have to use 50 pizzas to fit into it in <laughs> 30 days. It's a perfect body for that chair <laughs> if you go with the Papa John's situation. Yeah, um, so anyway, I, I farted on my brother in a Papa John's chair. Yeah, wow. it sounds like he had it coming. Mama he, Mia. Well, we were fighting over it, and then I tricked him. Oh, I was like, I want the chair, like, I want the chair. And then ahead. he stole it, and I... Grabbed on to the side <laughs> of the eggs and farted in his Perfect face. Perfect scaffolding. And then he threw up. <laughs> oh, he threw up. no. Not immediately. He was like, oh, my God. And he got out Your of the chair. Your fart was that bad? It was that bad. Whoa. That's powerful. I know. Be careful with that. I know. Now I'm going to check the actual. <laughs> I, not I healthy. can tell you seem kind of confident because of that, <laughs> too. It's actually pretty cool. Yeah, he's recollecting <laughs> it with a sense of pride. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I'm so sorry. Please don't cancel me for this. Don't cancel him. Don't cancel Jeremy. Uh, Celebrate Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, so Wherever whenever you you, you'll become a middle-aged action star. Yes. And you're with your middle-aged co-star who's a respected a character actor. Action. Thank you. You see my dreams. Yeah, I can see your dreams. <laughs> you can go ahead and do that again. Yes. But just know that it won't be... A good result. No, yeah. yeah. I definitely learned my lesson. Yeah. I won't do it again. Well, and scripture talks about this. Scripture says, when I was a child, I spoke like a child. I farted like a child. <laughs> and then I put away childish yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I made children barf. <laughs> I made other children my fart barf. Was so bad. With my childlike farts. Yeah. And then you grow up and, and, and mm-hmm. you don't do that anymore. Mature. No, Find yeah. other ways. You attack your siblings through psychological warfare. Yeah, literally. Using your mom as weight against them. Oh, <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. My I mom love, said this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I love pitting sibs against each other. We gotta we gotta keep uh, every family toxic, you know? <laughs> oh, the, yeah. That's, keep families toxic. Yeah. 2023. Do, you, do y'all ever get creeped out when a family really gets along? Yeah. Like, like super gets along. Not, not like, oh, they're fun, but like... Why are y'all it depends. nice to if each they're other? Like, they're like, you know, Jocelyn and they're like, you know, buddies and touching. and like, that's nice. That's great. Families like that, that are like very polite to each other. That that's is where I'm like, strange. thank you, no. Father. Yeah, 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 yeah. That Something's gives me wrong. the ickies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when they're like, oh, yes, we're polite. Yes. Oh, I love <laughs> my brother. Oh, go ahead. No, mm-hmm. I think you were about to speak. Go yes. ahead. Thank you. But you should go actually first. Okay, it is my turn. <laughs> it would make me feel like a monster. I know. There's some dark about. stuff in there. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. some real dark stuff in there. That's right. Gracious. Well, speaking of dark stuff, we'd love to know how you grew up with religion. If you grew so, up at all. I never grew up. Still farting to this day. <laughs> oh, still Oops, farting after farting. all these years. You have that kind of Peter Pan, yeah. you know, stinky energy. I'll never stop farting. <laughs> Peter Fan. Oh, nice. Peter Fan from Brooklyn. I know. I, he was like, hey, <laughs> get out of here. Wendy. What's up, my name? It's Peter Pan. <laughs> Peter Pan Pizza. <laughs> I'm from, was it Never Neverland? Yeah. <laughs> South of Bronx. <laughs> Just take the E. Yeah. Yeah, get off on the G. Okay. Uh, I grew up Catholic. Okay. I went to a uh, pseudo-Christian college. What's pseudo-Christian? Uh, Texas Christian University. Really? Yeah. TCU. TCU. Go I went to frogs. UT in Austin. The oh frogs. my god! Look at that. Why Texas? Did you um, grow up in Texas? No, it's a funny story and a stupid story. So, um, I grew up in LA. Mm-hmm. I'm an LA boy. Um, you say you're from Pasadena. I'm from Pasadena, Altadena. Just no oh, yeah. not to dox you, yeah, but Altadena Catholic. I grew up really close to where we are right Is now. Is the church still there that you grew up going to? So we would go to St. Pete's in La Cunada. Oh, mm-hmm. excuse yes. me. So, yeah, maybe <laughs> think about who you're nice. talking to. <laughs> uh, and I went to Catholic school. I went to Mayfield Junior. How was that experience? It was good. 
it was all right. It was, you know, my he parents downgrades at every sentence. I know it was great. It was, it was <laughs> all right. It was awful. It was actually terrible. Bad, yeah. Um, it, you know what? Looking back, maybe there are some things, but it's also a really nice education, mm-hmm. which is like, um, but you're you're trading nice education for Catholic guilt, you know, mm-hmm. um, and uh, some really good teachers, some teachers that absolutely hated me. Um, because I was funny, I think. Uh, <laughs> no they laughing ha- in the house they of God. Hated funny, yeah. yeah. Did you have resting well, mischief like face? I well, did. he doesn't like to be jeered at. <laughs> he does not like to be jeered at, as we saw. <laughs> was your school the kind where nuns and priests are also teaching? It used to be. So it's oh, a Cornelia okay. Connolly middle school. And then went to a Catholic high school as well. Oh. Cornelia Connolly is like this yeah. n- nun woman educator who did a bunch of schools. Oh, um, okay. Like the Holy Child Jesus schools or something. Uh, yeah. Cornelia Connolly something. Is uh, it like a style of school? It's like a style Montessori? of teaching. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like a, so I think Catholic schools all usually have a, a saint or a yes. teacher that hmm. kind of dictates how you, so I went to a Jesuit high school and that's like Ignatius Jesuit is a very specific way of um, teaching, which is like, uh, it's uh, the movie. Banking. Yeah. It's the movie uh, 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 Dead Poet Society. That's oh, like right, the right. Jesuit way where it's like, Hard, you're men now, you're men, all boys, it was all boys, you're, right. all, you're men, you're men, you're Big men. Old men. You have to get on your desk every day mm-hmm. and s- scream, yeah. <laughs> Oh, captain, my captain! That's right. Screed. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, my, my Catholic middle school was fun, but uh, very strict. And um, then my Catholic high school was even stricter. But was it even funner? It was even crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but you were whooping it up. I was whooping it up. In whooping. what ways were they like trying to like make you be manly so in like high the, school? It's like men for others. That's like the whole idea of it. Men so for others. You're constantly instilled okay. and held. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, interesting, huh? <laughs> Let's just say there were some men that were really for it's others. Like, <laughs> that's like a Pornhub subcategory. Yeah. <laughs> men for others. <laughs> Step men for others. <laughs> Step sons for oh. others. Wow. Um, th- I think that it, the idea was just to hold uh, all of us to a standard of excellence all the time. Yeah. So you were either you either excelled at sports. We had like top sports programs. Mm-hmm. You excelled at academics, like all these like APs and stuff. Or you excelled at like whatever you were doing, you had to excel at. Okay. Um, so you had to like find whatever category. Yes. And, like, the whole the goal was, yes. You could. Get a category and be the best you okay. could. Okay. What was yours? Um, did you think I found one? <laughs> no, I think like later <laughs> They in didn't school. have a jester club <laughs> yeah. in school? The jester club. <laughs> <laughs> I did do improv, which was fun. Oh, yeah. There you go. But that was like, uh, we taught each other. So it's a bunch of boys teaching other boys improv. <laughs> Let me tell you, pretty sexist. <laughs> Let me guess. Let me tell oh, you yes one thing about all boys yes schools end up being pretty sexist. <laughs> um, and I did theater like junior and senior year. And that's when they like, I found my niche. So that was really fun. Um, and I school, I really liked it. I really did. It was really tough though. It's like all boys. I was like tiny. I was like five three, five, four, pre-puberty when I got there and I was with just literal men for others. <laughs> like, just huge, like... Uh, Wasn't boys for others. Yeah, and others. we had a very big football program. So a bunch of pre-NFL athletes went to our Jeez. schools. And so I was just like a little guy. Hey, guys. Hey. They used to call me Honeycomb Kid because I had... What? You know those commercials? Oh, yeah, with the little bee? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're the bee? Because oh. my hair was so big oh. and I was so small. Oh, I know what you're 
know. Here we go. Hey, honey, go get it. I go. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you just roll with it. <laughs> it was like, this is, the, I'm going to survive. Yeah, <laughs> Caroline, like, this he, is my thing. It yeah, could be worse. That's exactly He's it. talking about this guy. Oh my God. I forgot about that thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No torso. No to all hair. Just all hair and, and little And literally, sneakers. that's what I was. No torso, all hair. <laughs> wow. Little shoes. Yeah. Crazy Craven. <laughs> yeah. That was his name. That He had a name? Yeah. Crazy and his Craven. name was Crazy, last name Craving. Wild-haired, marsupial-like cartoon character who rapidly craves honeycomb and whom children in the commercials transform into. So it's like little kids oh, yeah. would werewolf into yeah. Crazy Craving. So mm-hmm. into honeycomb. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a better name than yeah. honeycomb kid. Yeah, I well, that's what they said. They, they wouldn't call me crazy craving. <laughs> I wish they would. Hey, though. crazy craving. Was the um, spiritual aspect of your school ever connecting with you, or you're kind of like this is just around me? I th- it it was a situation where God was always around me. I always went to church and all that stuff. Um, I was like uh, uh, con- confirmed. I went through all the sacraments up to confirmation. Congratulations, by <laughs> the way. Thank you so much. Huge people don't get me. congratulated no. for that enough. It was a lot of work. Did you, are, are you either ca- Catholic? No. no. We had more Protestant. of a loose program. You can never graduate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that was the interesting thing. We've yet thing. to be confirmed. Yeah. I think Catholicism specifically is so traditional oriented. It's not like New Agey at all. So there's little to no connection that I felt to the religion and I don't think a lot of people do. It's just a tradition. I, that's mm-hmm. my theory. On yeah, I see what you're saying. It's yeah, very sure. like, you, I mean, if you've heard it or if Cultural. you've been to yeah. mass, you go in and you're quiet and you're somber and you sit, stand and kneel and stand and kneel and get a little snack and then you're done. You uh-huh. know? So does that mean when you exited the pseudo Christian college, Texas Christian University, yeah. you said, did did the faith leave as well? I, the or faith even was the, gone, I think, the, before. Yeah. I think I was, I because I started like getting into philosophy and being like countercultural oh, in like yeah. junior year. I started my philosophy club, had no idea what I was you doing. You started the I club. started the Why? philosophy club at What, what was my the impetus for Because it? I was watching like edgy videos on YouTube. <laughs> not like alt-right, but you more like- like read a book. Yeah, no, <laughs> did not read one book. Just saw some videos that like really made me think. <laughs> Wait, because you're like, you guys are like, thinking. let's do philosophy. <laughs> I what, love it. What That's class great. did you graduate in high school? What was your 2010? 2010. Oh, X. Man, I'm old. X. Wait, what is X? Mean? X for the decade because it's 10? 10 years. Oh, I graduated 2006. So, YouTube, we only had in that last year of high school, you only had YouTube. Gosh, but the, the things I could have done, you could have done, man. Mm-hmm. You'd have been off the charts. Why did you go to a Christian university? Okay, so yes, yeah, so. At this point, so I grew up Catholic, but never really like, I, I was like, oh yeah, God. But I, I was, I think I was continually agnostic and like continually surrounded in a world of, of faith, but nobody actually around me believing in it besides mm-hmm. my very Catholic uncle who we love. Um, uncle Ettore, keep. There's always one. Keep it real, Uncle Ettore. <laughs> He's oh, like yeah. a, a strict, like the movie. Very Italian man, oh. and um, very he's Catholic. like this movie. He's like this movie a lot. <laughs> In the fact that this movie has Italians, who are Catholic. <laughs> I was like my uncle. <laughs> Don't even time. get me started yeah. on my this uncle. Movie yeah, is my uncle. But but okay. I think I yeah. There was just something about it that never resonated. It's probably the guilt and uh, religion, specifically Catholicism, has always felt like red and black to me. Like very like like uh, like. Uh, 
there's a deep sense of darkness like this movie that surrounds the religion and that is like the guilt, the shame, all those things. I yeah, think. Yeah. I could verbalize it now. No, I see what you're saying. And then like this light, this like white, but you're like, but nobody's ever there. Yeah, but like not for me. <laughs> yeah. More red and black for me. But you have to get through all this black and red to get to yeah. the Yeah. Specifically light. black and red. Yeah. <laughs> the color is black and red. Yeah, no, really yeah, does it paint is. a like, right? It sounds like, kind of silly, but I'm like, definitely. I get it's exactly like that, what It's what like you're that saying. romantic era. Mm-hmm. Too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. There's like, gothic. It feels a little gothic. Yeah. Yeah. It feels yeah. very gothic. Like it feels, oppressive. Yes. And like dark. Like like whenever I see, I mean, just in like like iconography and and movies and stuff like that, I always get the sense of that like deep darkness in Catholic works right so any Christian tim burton movie is like tim a burton, catholic yes, movie for me and <laughs> for you can you. always find an allegory to jesus the catholic jesus <laughs> that's right big eyes catholic <laughs> yeah. jesus big fish catholic yeah. jesus Christian did jesus you have a sense like, that like yeah. oh yeah like no, no, christian no. yeah we're all like you know protestant christians did you have a sense of like them being very different from what you so experienced la is so catholic that I actually, or the LA I grew up in, like downtown LA, specifically Pasadena too, there is a huge, and like LA County is just a huge Catholic oh, place. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I didn't actually grow up with a lot of Christians, yeah. um, like non-denominational or Baptist or anything like that. It was really only when I went to college that I really experienced like true uh, Christianity, mm-hmm. like Texas style, Texas, Texas style. <laughs> we do it big and we gravy on top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have a little sauce for Jesus. <laughs> um, so I went to that school not understanding it. I mean, I have a really good friend. Uh, my neighbors growing up there, like Christian, and I went to like their church once or twice, but really, I only really experienced it when I went to uh, Texas Christian. And what University. did you think? It was interesting. I was like, damn, I un- I understand why people are obsessed it's a concert in the morning you said you said what did you think to jeremy like i would say it to someone i knew watched one of my favorite movies yeah <laughs> yeah literally and so, so what'd you think did you like it or what it's, it's okay pretty like crazy it. right like i know you grew up catholic it's we do things a little different right here, you might not be used to us um yeah, no, yeah i got it you I were like understood. this it's kind of rocks it i mean like. literally i well like I wasn't into the religion, but I under—I finally understood how there could be uh, crazy people about religion. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like hype. Like, because Catholic were just so boring. And everything about <laughs> it is tradition and boring and, and like, you don't talk. You don't talk. Uh, you talk to the priest. Right. No, you don't do that. I mean, you barely talk to the priest. Oh, this It's like uh, CEO Catholics. are just like, that's what I turned A lot of into. bureaucracy. Yeah. Almost. Well, no, like Christmas Easter only. That's a right. CEO Catholic. You know? Oh, I see. You know, oh, cool. Okay. There you Learning go. It. We learned something You learned new. something. Um, and the, my high school, too, was like very much Dead Poet Society. It's like a really intense schooling. And all the boys are just faking it, trying to survive being men. But then you like, hang out with them and they're just like oh dude what is going on so like, we're <laughs> yeah. all just struggling to survive but also going like yeah yeah god yeah, yeah but also, we love of course uh yeah <laughs> we had like mass every week or two and yeah. we had a very strict like uh dress code and all that stuff you know mm-hmm. um so christian uh, Te- texas christian university was very different i went there because i applied to a bunch of schools i was in a strict theater program at the school mm-hmm. um and they, my doing director, Ibsen, doing Ibsen, doing Simon, doing a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, <laughs> doing Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> uh, so my uh, director at the time wouldn't let me leave to go <laughs> tour schools. 
So I applied to a bunch. And then like from the ones I got into, I, I went to go visit. And TCU, I went and I literally was like, one, I asked two questions. I asked, is this a Christian school? And is this a big fraternity school? Because I wasn't interested in either. The guy who was giving oh. me the tour was like, it's Christian by name. They want to change it to Texas Central. I mean, like, you don't, you only have to take one religion class, but you can take a world religion, uh, uh, like a Buddhism, uh, anything where I have a big religious department. So there's tons of things to do that. And the fraternity thing, he was like, they keep to themselves. It's nothing. And then I walked around <laughs> the campus and it was like, one, such a beautiful campus. Mm. And two, the prettiest girls I've ever seen in my life. I had Babe no, I, Central. Babe Central. <laughs> Y'all Christians know how to do it. <laughs> Well, Texas Christians yeah. in particular, I want to <laughs> tell you something. That deep money <laughs> is real. <laughs> My gravy. And the homo- homogeneity is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I went to all boys school. I, went to, I, like, I arrived and I was like, holy. You're like, and I'm from Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. And I oh, thought that was going to be a cool thing. I guess educationally, <laughs> that would be such a slingshot effect of just like all boys, all boys, all mm-hmm. boys. And then, woo, yeah, co-ed. And, and it was so like the type of person there was so different from me. Like, I was so interested in, like, uh, like, my family kind is of not... non-honeycomb looking. Not honeycomb, <laughs> yeah. They're not the even crazy related cravings. to cereal. <laughs> well, you got a crazy craving of a different sort. Yeah. It was like every movie, you're like, oh, this is what pretty people look like. Oh, uh, my, oh my gosh. <laughs> but then I go, everybody's really Christian. The crazy Christian. Yeah. Everybody is uh, in a fraternity. Which makes them even hotter, right? Yes. And then also... I, I'm not cool. They think I'm literally gay because I'm from Los Angeles and wear a cardigan. <laughs> I didn't have a chance. What, were cardigans <laughs> queer coded in 2010? They, do I don't think, but that's the thing. LA, LA, what I've realized is LA oh, culture no. inherently queer coded for the South. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like it's full of queer. I was wearing Vans. I like rushed a fraternity because I was like, I guess I have to do this. To fit in. There was no, yeah. They there was liked nothing you. else. There was no other option. There was nothing Everyone else. Everyone was in a I rushed thing. a fraternity to meet people and 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 they were like I feel like you do great in a fraternity. Honestly. I thought so too, but yeah. then but honestly I'm so glad I never really did mm-hmm. it. I like joined one, but really I rushed this fraternity freshman year and this guy comes up to me and I knew him. He was like, "Hey man, we want you. We want you to join the fraternity." I was like, "Okay, great." He was like, "But we can't take you because you're wearing Vans sh- shoes." <laughs> I went, For real? Oh my Vans. god. And then you think like if they're not letting me in from Vans I wonder what else they're not letting people in for. Maybe this isn't a good idea. That's, that is actually scary. Crazy. What did Vans, Vans mean? Vans shoes meant that I was an alt kid. I wasn't. The, the conformity was insane. That is bananas. I couldn't believe the conformity. Did they want you wearing boat shoes? They wanted me Sperry's. Disgusting. Uh, like button down. Tom's. Thank God a Sperry never touched your precious butt. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Sophomore year, I went through a really weird place. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. <laughs> but I think I, I recovered. Him. It was like a week. But I dressed like a Texas and I went, I can I can't do this. I've got Not one photo of me dressed and I went, I never. never Here's the thing it. too, is I think if you had joined a fraternity, uh, like, you know how much you were a honeycomb kid in high school? Yeah. Like that would have been like 
exponentially worse. Absolutely. You would have been like, literally, they would like dunk you every single day. Literally. They would be like, he is They would dribble clown. me up and <laughs> slam me down. They would slam dunk you Absolutely. into the every single day. Like that yeah. would be your job. Yeah. And like, you did not want to be that guy. It's not yeah. worth it. So that was really, it was culture shock. And I say that me. with affection. Absolutely. You would be my favorite person I if mean, I went to that fraternity. <laughs> I would want to hang out with this all man I would, only. All I would want to do is dunk. Is be dunked. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's love. But like, that's the kind of guys that were probably yeah. there. That were, and, like, and not set. to like hate on those people because a lot of them were good people. And I ended up, you know, like after freshman year, you start and sophomore year, you start like not caring about those things. And mm. they also start not caring about those things. Mm. So you yeah. get to know them a, a lot better, That's like cool. junior and senior. And I found like my own little community of like weirdos and yeah. queer people and all those things. Normal people, actually. Normal people. Yeah. <laughs> which, which actually, looking back, normals. <laughs> yeah, it might have been actually normal. Like, where was TCU? What? what it's in city? Fort Worth. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's Dallas Fort Worth area. It's Dallas DFW. Oh, yeah. I just had no idea. And like, I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on those people because no. they're, they, it's just such a different culture from what I was brought up in. Yeah. My parents are not from America either. So we were always chameleon in LA culture in a way and like trying to figure out that. And then moving to Texas was just so such a different America. I thought I understood America. And then you move to Texas and you're like, hell no, nah, I ain't got no idea. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. In Texas, like, or I imagine most of the people who are going there, like th- their whole life has been in maybe one place yes. or one or two places and it's been in the South or it's been in literally just the state of yeah. Texas. Whereas at least in LA, like there's a lot of people coming. You from get a lot of culture places, and, and you know, my high school younger, was good for that. They like would, uh, the admissions process was taking in the percentage of people in LA. So like, that like matched LA's demographics. Yeah, literally. Oh, so, cool. so it was really cool. And so they gave all, and it's like a well-funded school. So they gave a ton of scholarships out. Right. So, so I it wasn't like, just like wealth. Yeah. And I, it was great out. to experience. I like, one of my best friends was a guy from like uh, like uh, Gardena who lived like right next to Compton. And he was like a full eight-person family in one apartment, which is such different upbringing than mine. Wow. Then another friend from like the uh, west side, you know, you just got like a really different sense of LA. And then you go to TCU and it was like, again, 98% white. And they Ochi, all go Ochi, went to Ochi, the Ochi, same Ochi. <laughs> seven schools that come from the same. Yeah. Six small towns and yeah, which isn't their people fault. People walking around with spurs, you know? like we had a big ranch management spurs? department. Yeah, Ooh. I walked around. I saw people w- w- genuinely Dead wearing spurs. spurs. Not not <laughs> L.A. irony or New York. Like, <laughs> look is, at my spurs. Which is so funny because even grow, uh, growing up in Texas and going to UT yeah. in Austin. Kevin. What's that? Here comes Yeehaw Kevin. Yeah, here he comes. <laughs> well, let, me, well, let me tell you something about. Uh, let me tell you something Get off my mail. That's a rocking chair going back and forth. <laughs> Maybe it's an Austin thing and the blue dot and the sea of red or whatever. Although Texas is purple now, but that that was so not the culture. Yeah. In Austin and Texas is kind of like California. Uh, Texas almost feels like a flip of California in different ways. Yeah. Where, where everyone's like California. So liberal mm-hmm. and so blah 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 blah. And it's like LA and San Francisco are liberal. So much of California is incredibly rural Absolutely. and incredibly conservative. In the same way, people do assume like the Spurs and whatnot of mm-hmm. Texas and conservative values, but it's so huge as well. 
that it's just like it's too big to be one thing literally successfully whereas like smaller states you could maybe typify more yeah by like oh it is a little more uh homogenous yeah in this sort of population and it it never felt like i was really like out in the country you're still like in a city but it felt like you're in like texas loves chains like that's something i realized it's like la likes like every store has to be kind of different or if it is a chain it's like ooh this ramen shop is the best ramen shop so there's three you <laughs> the know chain from japan yeah yeah and then texas is like we love chilies like we absolutely you're like, love that doesn't sound like yeah, me we love <laughs> yeah, i was like, like no 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 yeah but like, i can tell by the way you're talking you miss whataburger i come on honey butter chicken whiskey yeah, they freaking, take care of you yes and they were also nice and it was so interesting too cuz like if there was the fraternity guys who were like you know, like future business. They were just doing their own thing and they were really into their fraternity. Mm -hmm. And then you had like a bunch of not, like the people that weren't in fraternities were usually like the fun alt-Christians, which were so funny because at that time, Mumford and Sons had run rampant. Chokehold. (laughs) Chokehold. Marcus Mumford. Literally. Lumineers and Mumford (laughs) and Sons. On the neck. It could have been worse. It was like when Christians started getting (laughs) tattoos and beards and I was like, but they were fun. Was you know? um, what's the clown music? Of ska. Yeah, was ska like I'm going sorry. on? What's the clown music? <laughs> she she once described uh, ska as the class clown of music genres. That is so true. Like That's kid so being funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> was ska a moment as well as Mumford, or was that had that already like? I think, I think ska that had was passed. slightly preceded. Yeah. Right. Okay. Ska was like late, like. Scott feels like 1997 yeah. to me. <laughs> like a, okay. Scott does feel like before 2001. Before times. Because <laughs> I had friends in college who were into Scott. And that was the first time I'd ever heard of it. Well, Scott so I, is that was cutting constantly a historic counterculture thing. It, like if you're <laughs> okay. against culture, you listen to you Scott music, to ska. I think… No matter. To prove a point. I don't think you enjoy it. So historically, (laughs) consistently, Scott has never been cool. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) Or liked. (laughs) That's right. It is an identity. No, it was like, it was Lumineers. Yeah. Yeah. 2011 was P.K. Ho. Gorgeous. Banjo. P.K. Ho. Little Lion Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can see it now. This crew. And, and they were and so nice. And that was from, like, yeah. so, but that were, those weren't my friends. It was just like the people I would, I was like mingle with a bunch of people around campus. And I was like, oh, those are my fun. I, you know why? Because I took Greek, ancient Greek as a language. Because who, what was I doing? Why the hell not? Why the hell not? <laughs> Didn't, I can't tell you one thing. <laughs> I did it for three years. Can't tell you Co- one thing. I learned. <laughs> That's, I think, a type of Greek. <laughs> Hey, I took Latin in high school. I get it. Yeah. But that's where, because they all wanted to learn how to translate the Bible, they would take those classes. And so I made. They all wanted to learn how to translate. Yeah. They were like wanting to get a. They're like, our translation is not good. I want to go back to the original. Let me get it. They want to experience the original, I think. And and study it. The real thing. I think a lot of them were religion majors. They were like, oh, you like the Bible? Yeah. And they're like going to become pastors. Yeah. (laughs) Name three languages. It was good. So that was Very yeah, cool. it, was, it was great. That they were all like super nice, yeah. good people. Yeah, um, but definitely different for me, and definitely a culture shock. And I think I just like threw myself into my co-curriculars and academics to be like, oh, I can't deal with this. So I guess I'll just study. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess I'll do school. Yeah, I guess study I'll do he did, and study I did, and now I'm the president of the United States. Whoa, That's beautiful. Yeah. You guys didn't beautiful know. Story. I'm Joe Biden. People- <laughs> Holy shit. People yeah. always underestimate what Joe Biden could do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 
I saw a video of you today looking legitimately scared of Kiwi Kwan. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> yeah, t- actually, actually wake saying up, that. Wake up. Okay, <laughs> uh, uh, people, people are, we got to do something. But yeah. So. Joe slays again. <laughs> we need to Joe do something. Slays. <laughs> But awesome. yeah, that was like, I think that the biggest culture shock was people's honestly relationship with God. They really believed in him and not in a Catholic way. <laughs> they loved him. They loved yeah. Jesus and they and they uh, yeah. thought they, they had an interpersonal relationship with him, them, whatever. Him, it's not a Texas. religion. It's a relationship. Yes. Me, that's what it's all about. Not, yeah. not me. <laughs> For me, it's a religion. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a relationship. It is yeah. a religion. It's all rules. <laughs> So that was really interesting and and blew my mind where people were uh, yeah actually had belief and faith. I, did you get into philosophy with these people as yeah, well? I, yeah. I did. I went to school for philosophy and economics. Oh, actually. there you go. So, so you finally got some books. In I yet. finally got some books in me. <laughs> I still back it up. truly cannot remember. Now you could make a YouTube video. Now I can make a YouTube video and blow 13-year-olds' mind. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, those are talking yeah. about you. But uh, yeah, again, I can. I don't think I can recollect anything. I Because philosophy too is not… That's the thing I learned and why I don't do it anymore, at least because so much of it is, it felt semantical or unimportant. Like Mm -hmm. it was like, oh yeah, how do we do this specific moral or ethical thing? Is it a system or is it this? And I was like, it just doesn't feel life changing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like big words and trying to describe those big words and… So, more than like a debate over maybe which is more right or yeah, better I think, for people. Well, yeah. What yeah. what I realized was actually what I really liked is art. Like movies. The things I was watching in high school that blew my mind were like movies and clips. Like Donnie Darko blew my mind. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah. I guess I'm into philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the on-ramp, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Donnie Darko gets a lot of kids. I still never seen it. Great. It's on Criterion okay. <laughs> this month. It's really I actually cool. want to rewatch it because I haven't seen it since yeah. I was 12 or 13 and it does, when I, I first mean, saw it. I mean, it is. Yeah, it got me in because it was like uh, Fate versus… Um, very voice. Calvinist very, sort of yeah. uh, themes. Uh, very okay. fatalist. Very like, uh, can you change anything or are you destined to… Did make it to happen yeah, to, to make you. a podcast. Yeah. Destined to make a podcast, as we all are. We all are. <laughs> Cannot as avoid we it. All are. It makes me feel so much better that I was just predestined to end up in front of this yes. mic. Congrats! <laughs> it's not a personal failure. It's not a personal failure. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. Because we're it turned, all just doing what's right. Yes, <laughs> but it turns out for the industry wide, it was everybody's destiny. Yeah, literally, <laughs> it was. Seinfeld even was, people thought that they were better than podcasts. Yeah, no, 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 no. Seinfeld was the number one show in America. 75 million people watched it and now half of the cast hosts a podcast. <laughs> Julia hosts a podcast and Jason Alexander has a podcast Jason well. Alexander has yeah. a podcast? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know when? what it's about. Uh, for months now. Wow. Or maybe a year. Is he boring? I don't know. Okay. He seems out. nice he seems from nice. what he I seems like an actor's actor. My favorite part of Seinfeld. Yeah. But he is, I don't know if that if that translates He's to so him being good a good podcaster. I've never podcaster. seen Seinfeld. Wow. Sorry. Uh, Sorry, foreign parents. Okay. It's, it's waiting for you there <laughs> one day. Really meaty philosophy yeah. in that show, so I would recommend you, that. It's that so freaking funny you said that, Caroline. When I was a preteen boy, I had a... Woo! I had a, far away. <laughs> Caroline's doing the old predetermined podcast. <laughs> I had a book called Seinfeld and Philosophy. That was like episodes of Seinfeld and plot and stories through like... Well, how does it 
relate to the Aristotelian oh, perspective. Fun. It's so funny. <laughs> That's great. And I read half of it. <laughs> <laughs> that would be your favorite. As every good <laughs> philosophy <laughs> book goes. Yeah. <laughs> As is my want to do. It kind of feels like the uh, theology, your perspective on philosophy. In, in mm. the sense of like uh, so much of the infighting and like, does God work like this or is it actually like this? And transubstantiation, the way I heard it, you probably heard it too a long time ago, but by a friend of mine is like, does it affect how you think or care about people or how you treat them? If not, then it doesn't really matter that much. Maybe it's fun and interesting to talk about Mm -hmm. and meditate upon and try to figure out your own personal system of, but... Don't bother people with it. Yeah. (laughs) I think that's where I landed too with theology of like, does it matter what happens after we die? Actually, at the end of the day, I'm like, well, I I won't know until it happens. So Mm -hmm. I think I can, I am a person that can come to peace with the idea of like, I, I, in moments. That's why I, I believe I'm agnostic. Because some days I'm like, holy shit, there's something <laughs> going on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm very strict. I'm like, I go super Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked. <laughs> Not even heaven, like, oh, there's something higher power. Here. Yeah. There's something at work. Oh, this is all, feels so intrinsic or all this. And then some days I'm like, I'm small. I live a life. My experience is only for me. And that's the purpose of it. Like mm-hmm. to experience your experience. And everybody is going to have an experience. And what is an experience? It's a thing you go through and a combination of all the other Land the plane. Land the plane, Jamie. <laughs> okay. So so what's an experience? Uh, yeah, no, I like that. So, yeah. So I relate to that. I actually… So this is actually where I got that from. If you If you'll… Indulge me. Please. I, I, so I was going through a big breakup and I would hang out. This is so funny. So Catholic of me. In a graveyard all the time. <laughs> like Buffy? <laughs> like me. fucking Buffy. <laughs> like <laughs> this guy was… I and you were like… Well, <laughs> well here we go. There's one place for me to yeah. hang out. And you well, went to the graveyard? Yeah. There's like some really good… So graveyards are, are public parks. So you're allowed to go to them. You don't need to know somebody there. Just so you, your listeners You don't know. need to yell at me, okay? It's fine. <laughs> you don't I need to know anybody there. <laughs> so you can go. Anybody can go. Um, I like strolling graveyards sometimes. <laughs> yeah. A str- I mean, uh, a forest lawn, beautiful. Mm-hmm. Especially in LA. Like, those are some oh, of the nice. biggest parks and we have. Yes. And I find… We watch movies yeah. in graveyards. Yes, exactly. Uh, right. And they're so peaceful. Yeah. And whenever I go to a, p- a graveyard, there's like a… a Deep, a deep sense of peace because it is just like, oh yeah, this this is it. Yeah, yeah. people died here. And like, then I was like looking at the gravestones. I was like, yeah, this person, I've, I'll never meet them. I'll never understand who they were. I'll never understand how they thought and any experience they ever had in their life. I will never know, feel, or experience. And everybody I know too, I will not… Sh- we share experiences, but they're not the same because experience is a combination of the thing and all the experiences I've had in the past that dictate how I feel about the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, but that's fine because that's the point, right? We're all telling like the story just for ourselves. That's where I land a yeah. lot of the time. And when you look at that grave, you didn't think that person doesn't matter. No. Because, or they don't not matter. They do matter. They do matter. They do matter even though you had no idea yes. and possibly no one even really remembers them anymore yes. depending on how long they've been gone. Exactly. But like their experience mattered because it was for them. Because it was inherent. Yeah. Is it was an experience? It was a life. Yeah. yeah I so like I that. find peace in that. A I like lot. that too. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, I better go to heaven. <laughs> um, God, Jesus please died. let me not be late to this meeting. <laughs> 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 oh, Catholic God, please, <laughs> Catholic please, God. Catholic. 
<laughs> Wake up. Yeah. Yeah. So that's oh, very cool. Dexter liked it. Too. I think Dexter's affirming this perspective. Okay, by cool. sitting on your Catholic lap. Guilt. <laughs> you guys, where are Forgive you guys me, Father, on the spectrum of, of of belief? Oh boy, where am I on the spectrum of belief? More towards agnosticism these days. Hey, welcome. The water is lukewarm. <laughs> That's what I've heard. It's not too. It's very Goldilocks. Not too hot or cold. Mm-hmm. I, it it feels interesting, and I enjoy participating yeah. in Christian ritual. Sometime. Uh, Especially when it benefits me socially. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and especially you love networking at church. <laughs> love it. Because those same slam banging hotties you saw in college are still up. They're and, still, and they're in LA now. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all married. Uh, no, but I, I enjoy it sometimes, but it, it's like a city I go to now and mm-hmm. visit rather than one I live in. Oh, that's great. To put it in a very labored metaphor. I like the city I go to sometimes. Mm-hmm. My old town. Like New York. <laughs> but it's not important for me to identify as like, yeah, Christ on the cross is the reason mm-hmm. I live. Which is kind of, you know, I was talking, I was literally talking about this with a friend of mine last night. It's kind of now for uh, people like myself and Caroline who raised with it to kind of stray away from that as like the guiding life philosophy mm. there was a built-in meaning of life and in purpose that uh the the religion i'm not saying anything new but that the religion gave you as far as like when things were a little wonky or you felt depressed or something there was always like this north star of like well yeah. the point of life is to glorify god and love others mm. and, blah, 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 blah. and now it's kind of like driving with the gps off because mm. even if i'm like where am i going i don't know the gps would be like well you're gonna go left here and exit here and yeah but now it's like eh, i think maybe i go left yeah. here i might not get anywhere though and mm. that's okay so i've been in the process of accepting that yeah that's some. a that's a definitely a difficult like that's the the bad side of agnostic it's like that doubt of like, the work. yeah, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, so what if I'm, what if I was supposed to turn there and I didn't, or what if there actually is no purpose to a turn at all? So yeah. what do I do? So yeah, that that like deep nihilism, the bad side of nihilism, almost of like, yeah, nihilism feels, uh, it, it feels possible even within faith, whether it's Christianity or, yeah. or another, it feels more likely sometimes agnosticism or it feels like there could be more of a precarity of purpose mm-hmm. in 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 agnosticism but, but I think it's worth it yeah <laughs> as far as like not needing to subscribe yeah. to a particular thing yeah i mean like uh, honestly that's what i really garnered from the philosophy i took was like that i was so interested in nihilism and existentialism and that's really what i love to Think and and I think that's why I started my philosophy club. That's very like, is there any purpose? <laughs> but I think yeah, as I grow up, I'm like, I guess it it's not as important to worry about, which is almost dialists would be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all right. That's yeah. exactly. I've landed around. on like mm-hmm. absurdism. I think that's my favorite version of it, which is like. The, it's chaos. Yeah. How and like how funny, how bizarre how, it how is. How funny, how bizarre, mm-hmm. and and your attempt at making meaning is inherently paradoxical. And isn't that crazy? <laughs> isn't that fun? You know. Yeah. Oh man. But isn't that beautiful too? <laughs> like the attempt at making meaning gives you meaning. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's it. And creating yeah. meaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And where are you? Um, I feel like I'm still 
uh, on the train to whatever city I'm going to, or like <laughs> just transition figuring out. I think for a while I needed like a big break mm-hmm. from religion. I felt a little bit disillusioned and there was a lot that wasn't working for me. And then um, I feel like now I'm probably maybe more like humanist, like the purpose of loving for others and like living in harmony with people and trying to like feel more responsibility to my fellow man Mm. than I used to. Or when I was so focused on like my relationship with God and how to like, you know, optimize and perfect myself that that is like not as important than Mm. just like trying to care for others in, in whatever way you can. Um, and I am realizing now, like, that's kind of the best version of, like, some of the Christianity that I was taught was mm. actually just, like, caring for people in need who aren't doing well, living in peace with your family if you can, you know, being there for your friends, like, very simple communal aspects. And, like, that feels very um, special yeah. now, you know, and little, and, like, that feels a lot of work and it feels like more transcendent honestly than trying to like go to a service and pray to a god and like try to constantly figure out what this higher power is trying to do with me or mm. with everybody else that's really cool you know also i feel like it's so interesting um like i was at a dinner this weekend and there okay, was that is really interesting. Okay, and like, holy <laughs> shit! And I'm sorry. Um, there was a girl there who was. Uh, everyone was telling ghost stories. Oh, fun! And she's like, I don't believe in ghosts, um, but I have a kind of like seizure condition, and I'd never heard of this before. But she says, when I have a seizure, I have one or two experiences. One, I want to end my life immediately. And she's like, never been depressed before, never had like any kind of ideation. But like for those few minutes, she is like, I'm ready. I want to kill myself. Okay. Or she will have a like ecstatic, euphoric, spiritual experience and think that she like communicated with God and like can't tell you what it was, (laughs) but she's like, like a full Joan of Arc, like saint experience. Mm. But she's having a seizure. It's like a, it's an electrical malfunction wow. in her brain. She's not religious or anything. And uh, it got me thinking about like people that do like drugs and have like really ex- intense experiences or people who have like, yeah, neurological problems or whatever. And like the things that seem very consistent are at least the positive ones of like, people feeling really connected to everybody Mm. or like at home or like, you know, like we're all one or people being really concerned about how they will die or people really concerned about like, is there a being that is more intelligent than me? Even like aliens or like whatever. And I think that those things are maybe not supernatural things. But they're special because, like, every human is very concerned with those things. Yeah. And there's something kind of, like, sweet about that. And maybe that's, like, kind of religious to me that, like, oh, we're all concerned about, like, being at at peace with each other and with, like, animals and the earth and, like, other people or considering, you know, is there a higher power and worrying about how we're going to die. You know, like, I think that… Those like universal, like, the spectrum of where people land when they have, like, kind of of out-of-their-mind experiences… I think it's very telling about like maybe what matters. And Mm. I think that that's like kind of religious in a way to me. 
Yeah. Even though I think that that's separated from like a literal God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. That's crazy. Yeah. I cannot believe that's a real thing that happens. And then another gal was like, oh yeah, my brother has the same condition, but when he has seizures, he beats the shit out of people. And then he like comes to so is the answer to blood. all of our things seizures? <laughs> it we all did seizures <laughs> in each other. And when they started taking seizure medication, it stopped like completely. Wow. And so apparently there's like a book of this neurological, you know, researcher going back into history and looking at some of those like old, you know, yeah, like religious Arts, leaders and was like, like she really have seizures. That's actually based so on like some of her uh, crazy. Isn't that I cannot wild? believe that. Yeah. Man. That explains so much. Mm-hmm. And how many demon possessions were just Yeah. yeah. It's very fitting for the movie. Yeah, I know it <laughs> yeah. is. And it's isn't that funny a, that like, yeah, when your brain is like misfiring, it goes to that stuff. Yeah. Very I'm strange. sure maybe it's just like your your brain's like, holy shit, what's happening? Let's release all the chemicals. Yeah. <laughs> or like how near-death or... experiences, you know, when people like think they've gone to heaven and, you know, maybe they have whatever. But I wonder… Yeah, Todd Burpo was telling the truth. <laughs> how often that's just like… <laughs> Yeah, your brain is like conjuring whatever it can and yeah. it remembers from church days or mm-hmm. from stuff you've read or movies you've seen or whatever. That's crazy. Very funny. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, might just be seizures is what churches are founded on. <laughs> that, and guess what? <laughs> I'm officially atheist. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you did it. Thank you. I explained religion. <laughs> well, that kind of covers every, th- every question I've ever had. Okay, Googling <laughs> how to make your friend have a seizure. We're going to we figure put, it out. Uh, seizure medicine into the water. <laughs> <laughs> Turn on the freaking frogs gang. <laughs> Jeremy, thanks so much for sharing your story. Hey, thanks what for having was. me. Oh, my gosh. Hey. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back with more Good Christian Fun. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Good Christian Fun. It's time for movie hell. (laughs) Nice finish. (laughs) Way to land the plane there. Wait, I didn't put that in. Does that mean, what did I... Michael Jackson's Exorcist. And if he... <laughs> well, haunted laptop. Wait, what was that doctor's name? There was a doctor. Yeah, yeah. At that, the end. There was a doctor at MJ's the end doctor? of MJ's life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who got in. put in jail. Oh, yes. that's right. For all the pills. For all the pills. Doctor... Dr. Pills. <laughs> I think it was Dr. Pills. It was Michael was Pills. It Dr. Mario Pills. Mario Pills. Dr. Mario Pills. <laughs> well, before we talk about this movie, Jeremy, can you watch scary movies? Do you gravitate towards horror? You were talking about 
watching Donnie Darko oh, as yeah. a wise young 14 year old. When I was younger, I couldn't even, I, even like the commercial for The Ring scared me for weeks. But then I saw Darnie Darko. I'm telling you, this movie changed my life. Wow. I watched it alone when I was like babysitting myself when I was like 14. And then I went, I'm not afraid of the dark anymore. <laughs> you know, your high school thought that they could make you a man. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Donnie Darko. Donnie did. <laughs> well, that bunny's scary for real in yeah. that movie. It's a but, scary rabbit. But I was, I think watching it, well, because actually, you know, this is going to be too long. But there was a time that was, I was living in this house and I, thought my room was being haunted by a ghost. No. There was like multiple times where I like would hear somebody yelling in my ear right before I would fall asleep. Yelling? Wake up, wake up. And then uh, there was a time where I was like relaxing and about to fall asleep. And this is like people have said like, oh yeah, it's just like when you fall asleep, sometimes this happens. I felt like people were like a hand rubbing my back a couple of times. And then there was one time where I I always got a weird feeling in this room. And I always like felt so weird when it's sleeping in this room. I could never sleep. And I remember every night I would be falling asleep and then I would see a big flash of light. Oh my gosh, I can't believe I didn't bring this up in this section before. And I would have to pray to God. Oh my I God. would have to pray to God to protect every single person in my immediate family that I was thinking about. Wow. Could be an OCD thing, Poor but baby. Oh my God. So then, you saw lights. Like, I saw, it was like, yeah. like a big flash of light. Oh my God. And I was like, God. oh, I have to pray. I have to pray. Otherwise, bad things are going to happen. And then one night wow. I was like listening to the CD and I fell asleep and I like woke up and uh, tried to stop the CD and I thought I saw like a figure at the end of my bed that was like, it looked like an old miner, like a 49er. M-I-N-E-R? M-I-N-E-R, not okay. old 18-year-old. Yeah, like a Benjamin <laughs> Button. A, pro- a prospector? Like a, yeah, an old like a prospector, miner. But he was like kind of wrapped up in something. He, he like it felt like his arms were crossed. It was just weird. And he was like Here's had this big gold. smile. Like, oh no, with his gold teeth. Yes. Okay, you guys are going to love this story. Scary, oh, scary. Talk about scary. so scary. So then, I don't think I've ever told this an old po- story on a pod. Okay. You guys are getting it, good Christian. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you good Christians are getting it. <laughs> so then… I watched Donnie Darko alone. It was like I was spending the night alone for some reason. My parents like went away for a night or something. And uh, my siblings, I can't remember why. But I was alone. Youngest or you oldest? I'm middle. Middle, okay. So uh, I think my sister was probably in college and my parents were probably doing something with my brother. Um, And so I was like, I uh, I don't know what got into me, but I was like, I'm not, I'm going to watch Donnie Darko to like prove and I watched it. What was your, how old were you? I gotta be like 15, okay. maybe. Yeah. Around there, 14, 15. I watched it. I said to myself, I'm not afraid of the dark anymore. <laughs> I remember saying that. And I went upstairs and it was like a night where like a lot of commotion was happening in my room. This like felt weird and there was like a scratching on the window. And Excuse I, me. <laughs> I was like trying to fall asleep and I went, I, I shot up and I went, you need to leave. And then, I said, if you're friendly, you can stay. <laughs> but if not, you have to go. And oh it said God. something on those lines. And then Caveat. it went away. It no. went away. And I never felt it again. And I felt like, okay, it's done. I told my mom this story for the first time. Because I just remembered it recently. Like oh two years God. ago. Three years ago. She went really pale. And she was like, you know, we used to live in like a big uh, uh, gated community thing. She was like, you know what that community was built on? They tore down an old mental mm. hospital. Oh, and oh I thought it was going to be a mine. The community on top of it. Oh. <laughs> and, I was, and I shot down because I thought back to the person. 
and it wasn't a minor. They were just in my. It was a mental person. Wearing a straight jacket almost. Oh my god! It was so scary, but also relieving. Poor kid. But I don't believe in ghosts. And he still doesn't believe in ghosts. Doubt to how brave of you to be like, get out. Isn't that so funny too? Like how many things, because I had some things like this mm-hmm. where like you're so scared as a kid alone yes. and then you never tell anybody about no. it. You just <laughs> kind just, of like, you go, forget. Okay, it's yeah. like morning. It's like, eh, everything's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you return to terror like every night. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So that was a crazy experience. You banished him. And you were like, if you're cool, you're I cool. Think, I don't know if he banished or he hung out, but he got the message. He was Stop like, messing with this you. is a man for others. <laughs> yeah. oh, this man well, I'm not friendly. Darko. So I gotta I go. Think he, I think it calmed him. I think it, it's almost like a dog. He needed an alpha. He needed an alpha in that moment. <laughs> oh, yeah. He needed to be, be like, hey, this ain't your place you. no more, man. He was like, all right, I'll go, go to bed. Said, this kid's seen Donnie Darko. I can't <laughs> mess with him anymore. <laughs> The honeycomb alpha, they call him at school. Honeycomb man now. So what is your rationale then? If you don't think that was a ghost, like what do you think was going on? If it Okay, it could have been a weird thing. For sure it could have been a ghost. But it also could have just been my fantasy and me overcoming the dark, needing it to be an important moment in my life. Mm. And the ghost that I saw was just like a reflection of a tree. Easy could have been because I had like this big wee tree. Easy Easy treesy. Mm-hmm. I had a big tree next to my window that would with like project light. Straight jackets. With a it. bunch of straight jackets and like <laughs> hands would pop out yeah. of it. Yeah, right, right, we had an right. apple tree and a straight jacket. And only tree, like every family. Would, the tree was <laughs> not a problem. It, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. A wild experience. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, there's been times in my life I feel like I, I just have weird experiences like that. But that would spook me. But what was the original question? I'm so sorry. If you can watch horror movies. Oh, yeah. It sounds yeah. like so after that. Oh yeah, ever yes. since. I, they freak me out, but I don't get scared. Because I laugh. I go, ha, ha, ha. And also now, since we're be- in the entertainment business, oh, yeah. whenever I get too scared, I picture what it's like on set. Yeah. So like this movie, when the kid is going like, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> like, I was just thinking about that little kid. You know his mom is like, like right going, off camera. I'm going to fuck you. Yeah. That is exactly <laughs> what I thought I was cracking during that part. Yes. It's like his mom had to sign off. Yeah. I felt bad for that kid I at understand. that point. I was like, this kid is little. Yeah. I have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. Too, growing up too much. Yeah. We're, you know, we got one more week left. We have a guest on next week that uh, loves horror movies. Is down to do The Exorcist. But that's a good one. It's it's up to Caroline whether she wants to watch it because I will not force. We will not yeah. as a podcast family force Are you, her. It does a scare for a long time. It, yeah, I lose sleep sometimes. Yeah, I'm getting better though. Like I'm trying to. I'm trying to work. We've on watched it. The Omen. We've watched End of Days. We've watched the. That's Pope's good. It, it takes a couple, I think, to to be like, ooh, I'm afraid. And then yeah. you're like, oh, yeah, Thomas it really just helps you. me going, it's a movie, it's a movie, it's a movie. Nuts and bolts. And then do a maniacal laugh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to do what you did, you know. I'll, if, if, if you're friendly, you really say. Yeah. If you're cool, we're cool. Yes. Otherwise, you need to get Buzz out. You get out. The two, that always helps me. I announce my presence. The access my alpha. And then I always think of what's happening right behind camera. I go like these. And what happens right after they say cut? I'm like. Right. What what's oh, what is Russell Crowe gonna be an asshole <laughs> like to this kid or be like I'm gonna be in my trailer I have no idea he's gonna throw he's a nice phone guy. at yeah. the children probably yeah <laughs> gracious but this movie I don't think was scary as much it was just wild well, no I would say it, for a scared person this movie was not scary yeah let's talk about the, the pull up exorcist it came out this year which I really? forgot it came out <laughs> earlier this year Russell Crowe 
59 years young. Yeah. Has settled into a very funny stage in his career now. Where it's like, this might be his franchise now. I was thinking that. (laughs) I was like, I would go see every one of these movies. They set it up to have... 200 sequels. Yes. That's that's absolutely right. So so just a little backstory. It's based on a real life man. I did not know this. Father Gabriele Emor. Did you look this guy up? No. I did not know it was real. Jump scare. Until <laughs> he's scary. Yeah. He's an old man. I, I don't want to yeah. be mean, but. Wait, I don't want to be mean, but You old think this scary. is a jump scare? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, that's. He's seen some shit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he kind of just looks like Fred from it. I Love Lucy to me. <laughs> Gabriel Amate, who claimed to have done tens of thousands of exorcisms. There, tens of thousands? There was a, there were hundreds of thousands at, at one point. Hundred half the time. Yeah, what? what? That's He he put it at 160,000 in one documentary. Well, he passed away in 2016. At the age, at the, break this down. at the ripe young age of 91. And to be clear, he did not start doing exorcisms in his career until he was 61 years old. Wow. Okay, so he had 30 years to do, did you say 10,000? 160,000. 160,000. Well, you know, maybe he showed to a place with 10,000 people. Divided by 30 quick, years. You know? That means he did 5,333 exorcisms per year. Yeah. Let's d- break that down by day. So he did fourteen exorcisms per day. Ew. Well, he, <laughs> this man is booked. <laughs> he is busy. Never sleeps. Grindset the mindset. He said, "You have the same. Sleep. Am- <laughs> you have the same amount of hours a right, day as that Beyonce." The <laughs> Ah, so culture. Fourteen uh, a so day. The the way they get to that number, they do say, is because there was this whole documentary about him, directed by William Friedkin, who directed the original Exorcist movie and William a bunch of other films. William Friedkin. Uh, save that Freakin. for next week if we if we did. It's good. Save it. And, okay, he, <laughs> and he did a bunch of other wonderful movies as well. But he directed this documentary about the real life guy uh, that came out twenty seventeen, like five or six years ago. And the way that he's counting exorcisms is he's like, well, any ritual or prayer is an exorcism. So when he says, I did 160,000 exorcisms, it means prayers. Prayers? Yeah. And he's not saying the Hail Mary. That makes sense. Well, now 14 a day feels low. Yeah. For a Catholic? For a Catholic, you've got to be doing Hail Marys at least 30. Yeah. (laughs) Even even accepting a Moore's claim that only 94 of his 30,000 exorcisms represented full blown possession, that would require roughly one case a month to be thoroughly examined over nine years with hardly a break. So the the stats, everyone can uh, quote unquote do their own research uh, about it. I hope I don't get in trouble with God for this, but he sounds like a liar. He sounds oh, like damn. a stone cold liar. Yeah, I mean he's he's not your you know mama's exorcist. What's that? <laughs> Satan. Satan is yeah. yeah and he hates, he he hates jeers. <laughs> so the movies are based on uh, this this man Gabriel Lamont, uh put out a couple of memoirs. He did write a bunch of books. So there, there's this uh, scene in the movie. Almost like a, a Sorkin-like scene in which they just kind of go over his very impressive resume. And they're like, you're a journalist. You're a lawyer. You're a lawyer. You're not. And he was. He he had a law degree. He was yeah. a journalist. He wrote articles for magazines and publications well before he was the Pope's exorcist, IRL. And he was IRL, the Pope's Appointed exorcist. Appointed by he the Pope. A- 
by uh, John Paul. Or what's his name? Oh, yeah. Witch Pope. Pope. That matters. Witch Pope. Eeny, meeny, miny, moe. 30 years ago, Paul, right? right? Which of these Pope John Paul. was you guys aren't the Catholic. Pope? <laughs> <laughs> Get him mixed up. We sure <laughs> Who's aren't. the one now? Papa Francesco. Francesco. Yeah. He's a good guy, Fran- right? Yeah. Mostly. Uh, he's a- he found like, in 1990. It's hard to be good and the Pope, you know. Yeah, right. There's <laughs> but a lot he's of good stuff for, you gotta for do. being the Pope. I, pope? I like him. You know, a little bit, a little bit of a step up. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> the Catholic Church has a rich history of problems. I learned this from the movie, the movie the two popes. which great write out, great <laughs> way. All the bad things that has happened in the church, demons. This well, we <laughs> yeah, we, we, we will. talk about that. Oh my God, it, it, a stunning. It wasn't me. The reveal, <laughs> the Spanish Inquisition reveal. I was. Cackling. <laughs> a, a stunning reveal. Like, have, have y'all watched any exorcism movies at all? Before? I've seen The Exorcism of Emily Rose so. and it scared me to death. Oh, let's do that one. Mm. It's, I think it's scarier than The Exorcist. Ooh, but that's okay. just me. That's a no. I saw Exorcist colon Believer this week, the new one. Oh, yeah? It was not good, uh, unfortunately. It, it was, it lacked. Didn't give it no. to you? They used the IRL Haiti earthquake in 2010 as the inciting incident for the, in the movie in a way that Yikes. felt very ethic, <laughs> eth, ethically questionable. What the hell? Like the earthquake released a demon? Well, not even that. Just like, hey, the main character and his wife were on vacation in Haiti when this very bad thing happens. So it almost just is like, so, like it's just like their trauma was yeah. being in Haiti yeah. during that horrible thing yeah, that happened. It could have been a the Haitians. It could have yeah. been a car crash. It could have been any sort of accident. Could but have been nine eleven. That could have been nine eleven. Yeah. And instead, it was Haiti in twenty ten. Very odd. So wow. that movie's not good. But you know, this is kind of doing a lot of the similar beats of an exorcism movie, like mm-hmm. The Exorcist, and in the first one, which was according to the real Gabriel Morth, his favorite movie. He well, loved The Exorcist. That's in character. Wow. <laughs> so they get Russell Crowe to do this. They tell him that oh, this is according to him to Mr. Russell Crowe. You can do it. Just do like a Mid Atlantic. Just do like a Western accent, like something. He's like, no. You have to let me do this with an Italian accent, yes. and you have to let me speak Italian. Yeah, fucking pro. He does one of those like. It Vanity honestly Fair. added so much to the movie. It Russell did. It, I was the movie. Yes, I was yeah. like, he is speaking Italian. <laughs> yes. a lot. I've never seen a fun horror movie quite like this, where it was yeah. like everything about exorcisms that were scary was kind of there, but more of it was like. Action adventure. Yeah, it was like flourish. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's interesting. It was, it was, it was, it was kind of the Indiana movie. Jones <laughs> of like, yeah. exorcisms. It was rush hour. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, like it's it, it it's almost it's almost not a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, it was like a buddy cop. The movie. amount of times they had they explained why they spoke in English for a certain scene was so fun. Even the beginning was like, oh, what's your the sign that he is uh, it possessed? Possessed. He's been speaking in English. In English. <laughs> in the opening scene of the movie, this guy's demon-possessed. Uh, Father Amorth uh, casts the demon out into a pig. Genius. And they shotgun the pig point blank. Yeah. Uh, and that is, that's the opening of the movie. When Father Amorth, is it Amort or Amorth? Well, it's… Amorta. Amorta. It is Amorta. It's… It's spelled T H, but I guess it's more. And also, the demon. Can we? Are we doing spoilers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but. demon was a very similar name to Amort, right? It was like it Amortis. Like, it was. It was like oh, um, almost Amortis. Yeah, 
All well, he's he's an ethical exorcist. He's, You're gonna say slut. Yeah. He's an ethical slut. Well, that's he might be. I think that he, you know, like he says, nine, what did he say? Like ninety nine percent. Yes, ninety eight. Yeah, ninety eight. Thank you. Ninety eight percent of the cases I'm sent on are really more like work for psychologists. These people are going through something, mental struggle, including the first guy, the yeah. English speaking um, guy, the pig guy. Wait, so he's they like, shot a pig says, for nothing? Yeah, he says that was like theater. Not, yeah, yeah, he wasn't well. You but know. I don't think he believes it. I think that's what he was just telling Thanks, the, Vatican. the panel. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'll tell you what we're like, well, you know, <laughs> But like, uh, but cool. then there's sometimes he's like, sometimes things are just what he calls evil. Yeah. And I love this and whole he, like the young generation doesn't understand our fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evil. We need to get this outdated yeah. position out. It's not cool anymore to have yeah. an exorcist. I've never seen this before where it's essentially a, a renegade cop that doesn't yes. go by the book. That tried and true story transmuted onto the archdiocese <laughs> yeah. and Catholic At hierarchy. Yeah, a cop of the close top. to his retirement age yeah. too. But it's <laughs> everything is Catholic. And they're like, you're bad in your gun, yeah. but it's like your crucifix and your holy water. Yeah. And, does and his have sergeant like a badge is and the Pope. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. He, he has like l- a literal luggage full of like, like, like trinkets, like James Bond gadgets. Yes. It was wild. <laughs> a little Virgin Mary, a little medallion, and like a little the water. dialogue too, it was just like the, the demon, how they made the demon evil was he said, <laughs> fuck. Uh-huh. And that was kind of it. Like and then he weird like, stuff. grabbed his mom's boobs. Oh, when he grabbed his mom's boobs, I was like, oh, but well, you know what? This is going into a weird fetish. Spoiler <laughs> We've all grabbed our mom's boobs at one point or <laughs> yeah, another. Yeah, it was really Were more we about babies when we did her it. Being selfish. He was like yeah. Five or six, too. He was like, oh, yeah, I could. Yeah. yeah. You know, that was a weird detail. I mean, like, you never breastfed me. Oh, yeah. I was like, wow, coming for a career woman. Yeah. <laughs> that is demonic. <laughs> well, this whole movie is set in 1987. As well. I, why do you think? Because it was the real case? Because that's you, when it lines up with Father Mort's like IRL. Story. Yeah. Oh, is this a story from one of his books? No. They, okay. But just the timeline, and I think they are for real developing a sequel to I this. I think they should. I'll be the first one there. That was so much was fun. fun. I, they will because also I, I know they will because the main guy on the panel who was like coming for Russell Crowe, mm. Father Morte. He like they were sort of implying that like he was possessed, and then he is ban- He like goes on a vacation to Guam at yes. the end of the movie when he was having some kind of weird, crazy, like demonic experience. Right, because he saw Jesus. So they're bleeding. like, oh, he he's like their new deputy, the new demon deputy yes. in the church that like they're working. The demon deputy. I'm pu- like we haven't dealt I, with him. I weirdly really liked it. Yeah. I was like, it was fun. This knows what it is. Uh-huh. It's fun. It's it's like. It knows that it's not scary, so they just go for, like, big stuff. And I've never seen a movie like that. You're so right. Like, a cop movie with priests. Yeah. <laughs> what got me excited was when they started going down into the cave under the house. Yes. I was yeah. like, this is fun. So, and then to some more, and and I think we're all saying, you should watch this movie if you haven't. It's streaming on yeah. Netflix. Yeah. You can watch it tonight. Yeah. With your, with your loved ones. Or favorite with, pig. With your favorite, favorite pig. little pig. Getting <laughs> ready for the swine. <laughs> Up your pig, give me a piggy. <laughs> it's a brisk That's 103. The, everybody minute. talks like that when they're a demon. All right, they got the same voice actor yeah. for all of it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it is the same voice actor yeah. who does a lot of the demon stuff, I believe. What, what's oh, his name? He, that's the guy, that's Ralph Innocent, who's the voice of the demon, and he's also done 
Okay, what else did he do? He was in The Creator, Caroline. You watched The Creator. Whoa. So is The Pope's Exorcist part He of was the, the Green Knight in The Green Knight. Was oh my the, God. The, the, the demon. Wait, what were you going to say? Is this a part or connected to The, the Exorcist? No. Or it's like... No, this is... This is a, this a completely different. Title it feels like a remake because the beats are so yeah. similar. But, uh, it's really more part of the Pope's yeah. cinematic Well, universe. that was what it's I was It's the PCU. <laughs> the PCU, Popes. Yes. Um, that's something I thought, too. When you see that title, I thought it was going to be a movie about the Pope needing an exorcism. Right? Yeah. That's what's so subversive that? people thought. Yeah. I think they used that. And then the first 15 minutes of like, the movie, they're desperately trying to explain that it's not that. They're like… The Pope, the Pope, and the Pope he needs his fine. exorcist. He has he's the just Pope. Tired. Yes. He's just tired, Still and he good. needs his exorcist. He needs his exorcist. There's gonna be the Pope's driver, <laughs> driving Pope's Mr. Pope, nurse, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Pope, the Pope's the Pope Uber Avengers. Eats guy, yeah. and that's gonna be their the Avengers. Pope's janitor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh wait, so the universe isn't it's them the doing blank. demon stuff? No, no, no. It's, the exorcist is not. It's just his one the, story. The uh, yeah. Pope's a drug. It's at a the end of the, the Pope's, Pope's driver, life. the Pope meets with the driver and says, "I'm forming a team. I'm a forming a team." I wonder if they did want to do that. If they wanted to make a sort of scary or even more disturbing movie, where it's like, "What if the Pope got possessed?" Yeah. But then the Catholic Church or whoever Absolutely. was funding this movie do was not like, mess with the Pope. No, no, you can't do you that. Do That's it. like drawing Muhammad or something. Yeah. So, so in this, it's a pretty standard like. It's a family, the the father passed away in a car accident, and so now it's a single mom and her two kids, a young son and her older daughter. They move into a haunted castle. Uh, it's old like a, abbey, yeah. It's an old that abbey. That was in the family. That was in the family. Never explained how or why it was in the family. They're restoring it. The hus- it was the husband's but, family's house. But also house. this movie, that abbey has such importance to the Catholic Church. You, you, you gotta, think they would know. Yeah. That's, I was... I was. It took me out when the Pope didn't know like yes. what that house is for. He's like, it's very important. I'm they not giving you any more it. information. They buried it. Yeah. <laughs> it was findable. She that that actor. Uh, her name's Alex Esso. She's in all the Mike Flanagan stuff too. So she was she was the Shelley Duvall in Doctor Sleep. In that movie, she was in Midnight Club, uh, Midnight Mass, Haunting with Blind Man. Yes. Yeah. Okay. She's got she's got one of those faces that mm-hmm. Mike Flanagan likes, where he casts four of the same kind of people form. every single time. Yeah, his little, his I think you have a Mike Flanagan I <gasps> could be in a Mike. Flanagan. Whoa. Whoa! Why do you say that? I don't know. Something creepy about me. No, it looks no, like no. I'm about to do like a five minute monologue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy can looks talk. Like you got trauma. <laughs> I have trauma, and by the way, nine eleven also part of my trauma or whatever. Midnight Mass was so funny. That was two years ago. Oh yeah, uh, good although the new one's kind of, as we're recording this, it'll already be out. I think it's this week. What is right? it? Yeah, it's the Fall of the House of Usher. I'm so excited. What is starring Usher. No, it's a I, it's an adaptation of Edgar Allan Poe's short stories. Oh, fun! But then kind of overlaid on a fictional version of the uh, pharmaceutical family. That, oh, the Sacklers. Yes, the Sacklers. Oh. Oh. Did you watch the last one that he did? The uh, the house where the kids that were gonna die live. Midnight Club. Midnight Club. I did not watch Midnight that. Club. No, right. I've heard about good. that. Yeah, I want to watch a show. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In that I hope it's not the same format though, because I was like more interested in the main story. But then every episode, it was like half the main story, and then you go into one of the stories of the thing. And I was like, I think it's not the same format. Okay, cool. I think I don't know. Excited to watch. Yeah, those are good. But in this one, kid gets possessed at this so quickly. 
<laughs> yeah. They arrive at the house and then it's like Bam. he sees Night something. One. Thing, and yeah. Yeah. And then hard cut to him like demonized. Straight up. And so scratched his face. Oh my god. The Pope's gotta speed over there and on his Vespa. So <laughs> I think I his Ferrari Vespa. This must be yes, exactly. <laughs> I think this is like a distinguishing thing of like and it's one of the first shots in the movie yes. as well. It's just is Russell Crowe in his getup in his flowing robes, yes, in his wide brim hat, and his his uh what a transition lens glasses on a Vespa. <laughs> on his candy red Vespa. Yes. It feels iconic. It literally immediately I was like, they know exactly what <laughs> Yeah, doing. it was such a choice. It was such a choice to make it that try to make it like they shot it like it was the coolest shot in the world. <laughs> like, and I was like, this is this is perfect. It's perfect. I want to follow this priest forever. I'm so much more interested in this priest on a Vespa than yes. if he had been driving a little car. I think that's why they did it super well in this movie where they weren't trying to be cool. They shot yes. everything super cool, but it, the character itself is so silly. He's a character. Yeah. Cuckoo. They, they allowed that to happen. He's a renegade exorcist. So Absolutely. he's drinking whiskey on the job. Mm-hmm. He uh, Both of the priest characters, because there's a younger priest that's kind of helping him out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're both just haunted by women, which is a very funny. So funny. <laughs> so Catholic. One of them, <laughs> One of them by a woman he couldn't save from... You know, her uh, uh, suicide and then one who just like had sex with a woman. Mm-hmm. In love with her. And was in love with her. Yeah. But his love for God was more. That's right. And a- Ain't it the way it goes. <laughs> ain't it Ladies. the way it goes. Ladies. <laughs> you been there? If you fall in love with a priest, you're going to go the same way every time. Tale is old as time. <laughs> Let me flee back season two. Let me guess. Let that me guess. Tale is old as time. You love God more. That's what I thought. <laughs> It'll pass. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, let's go to that part where they go underground. They're trying to exercise the the Satan now of that kid. He is like, no, I'm, uh, or it's not Satan. It's it's uh, a demon. Asmode- as Asmodeus. 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 Uh, the prince of demons in Abrahamic religions and Islamic lore. So this is all based on actual lore and mythology and stuff. So they go underneath to like the little catacombs underneath the abbey. Where it's like, what was one of the lines? The construction loosened the demon. It's yes. like, because there was construction work. And they just there. set it out. <gasps> the construction loosened the Listen, demon. This is why masonry is so important. <laughs> <laughs> Hire the right people. Trust Go to Don't unions. DIY. Yeah. <laughs> so they go under there. They find a book. They find a few corpses. They find some gates under there. And it, it becomes clear Asmodeus has been working within the Catholic Church for a long time. Yes. Time. And they do, as we said before, pin such crimes in the far past, not crimes in the recent past, as the Spanish Inquisition. As they make it very explicitly, they almost look at the camera and yes. say that the Spanish Inquisition was actually the work of the devil. Not mm-hmm. our fault. Not us. That ain't our us. thing. So in funny. fact, we were trying to fix it. And right? we were like, put this demon in me. I'm a good guy. Well, it became, that's, I think, why I liked it. It became national treasure. <laughs> that's Pre- the Catholic thing. national treasure. It was. They went into a they crypt and they found these secrets and documents. And they realized, oh. A, a journal. Yes. This old exorcist had been, or this old somebody had been taken by a demon and then got his way into the Catholic church. And yeah. then the Catholic church buried it. And they buried it under a it's special so symbol, funny. which if you know the symbols, yes. you They're know. looking at this thing. Russell Crowe looks at the camera and goes, 
the Spanish Inquisition <laughs> in an Italian accent. They caused the Spanish Inquisition. The 1400s. I think no. I, have a, I have a clip of him speaking in his Italian accent. Yes. <laughs> nice. Here it is. <laughs> That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, <laughs> and so, yes, they, they pin all of that on the work of Satan, which I don't know what that means to the story at hand where it's like we're just trying to get this demon out of this yeah. kid right they also throughout the story they do a really really good job of making these priests the good priests even though he's a renegade mm-hmm. priest he does say at the end like again don't listen if you want it to be spoiled but he was like oh this woman i couldn't save i thought she was just mentally unstable but then she killed herself and i realized when she was saying this is what i picked up when she was like yeah i'm fucked by you every night she was saying that she's fucked by a priest by a priest and, that and then, was like, he, and he, well, he says he's like, yeah. and then all the like sexual assault came to light in the church, and it was and I one realized. line, one line <laughs> in yeah. the movie. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. It was a blank. She dies, and, and I real of oh, the sexual, and I realized yeah. that's what she was saying. And he's like connecting also to that. Yeah, Spanish Inquisition spotlight. It was covered all in this it, movie. you get Demons. everything you in get this movie. The other thing they give you is, and I so appreciate this: the ground rules of what demons can and cannot do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Explain it. Rules are good. I want to know these rules. These rules. For example, some demons are stronger. Mm -hmm. They can possess multiple people. They have a hierarchy. They do. And they, they, he said the higher up they are, the more they're allowed to know about you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The more they can like find out your guilt. That's another demon Usually they're pretty stupid. Yes. But the higher ranking ones (laughs) have, yes, special demon power where they can find out what you're guilty about and they can literally access your memories. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Incredible. And use those memories against you. It creates visions. It was so cool and then also so funny that the demon would say fuck every other line. And that's like, demon like had a, that is evil. had a mouth on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah. gonna fuck you. <laughs> you would think a demon would like, yeah, like be very like prosaic and yeah, have, yeah. you know, like a, almost a Shakespearean that, that would literally cut like a knife. Yeah, but literally. Instead, but he was, it was like, like, you're a Fucking nasty yeah, little, I'm a little piggy. Whore. <laughs> yeah, pig. Going, going. Mommy, I guess give it was me just milk. like, or maybe it was more like, how much can we desecrate this little boy? You know, yeah, which is so so bad, so bad. Bad of that demon to do. Eventually, the demon does possess the titular oh. pope's exorcist as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. Here's another demon rule. So helpful. Oh yeah, to let's know. go through the demon rules. If you know their name, you can cast them out. Yes, that's another it national helps. treasure fun part Absolutely. of it. Was like finding this little guy's name. That's it, the adventure. It really does feel like they're setting up like a, a true franchise. Absolutely, with this movie, I think they will. <laughs> and I would watch it. I think I would. I, I'm going back. It's it's like I, this is what people thought when they read Agatha Christie's. Hector Poirot. They're like, what a funny little character and a good mystery. And I can't a popcorny mystery. Yeah, I'm in. What's what's next? Russell Crowe. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, and now he has a sidekick. He's we like deputizing that yeah. guy. He was good. He stepped up. Uh-huh. I was like, the whole time I was like, this situation was so out of control. Uh-huh. It was bad. The yes. kids are getting thrown around this whole house. <laughs> That's how they like Mom amped is, up demons. Yeah, like crazy things would just happen. Crazy. Everyone's getting choked constantly. And I kept thinking, 
couldn't they have sent him like maybe two more priests <laughs> to do a little bit more prayer? I All he has is like the weak one who got tossed by the kid like yeah. day one. Who in, in a scene that played like together. physical comedy. Yes. Like, don't worry, I'll go in there. And then without <laughs> cutting, it just throws him out of the room. Yeah. And then later on, he talks to Father Mort. He's like, oh, so the demon possession is real? It's like, you got tossed <laughs> by an eight-year-old, my man. <laughs> That's what I'm like, I think this movie, to your point, Jeremy, like, knows what it is. It It knows what it is. It knows that it's funny. There's like, the the visual of Crow on his scooter is funny. But this is what I respect (laughs) about it. It's like, sometimes you see horror movies that are trying to be funny. And they come off like a bad stand-up comedian Mm -hmm. that has the microphone. They're like, cocks and balls. You're like, ugh. This movie (laughs) took everything so seriously, but was inherently funny. I agree with that. Where Mm -hmm. they're like, fuck. And you're like, what? (laughs) It ends on a joke. One other word, yeah. It It ends ends on on a a postscript of like, you know, Father Morte did all this stuff and the books were very good. Yeah. Very good. Going back to the- Oh, I love the running joke of like, no one's ever reading his books. Yes. I'm in. So, Love it. in the development part of the Wikipedia, they they talk about like getting the life rights to the story. They describe him as the late Pauline priest, known as the James Bond of Exorcist. Yes, which is that's exactly. And they it. made that it kind is. of movie. I'm the even. Fixer. I, I'm interested in it, even from the perspective of like this was a very, if you couldn't tell, very cheaply made movie. It's made for like eighteen million dollars. It made a decent profit or whatever, like $80 million or whatever, worldwide. They just spent $400 million to get the rights for the Exorcist movies to make three more movies. And the first one just bombed at the box office. Oh, my and, God. And you that's guys. something where it's like, hey, Ellen Burstyn's back. Don't you want to see yeah. the lady from 50 years ago? It's like, mm, kind of. And this is like a true, like, make it cheap, decent profit, get a kickback. Russell Crowe's probably got participation, probably yeah. got to keep the scooter or whatever. Yeah. They yeah, they put all their money into getting Russell Crowe probably, yeah. which was a good call. <laughs> well, it's, an, yes. it's, like, an, it's just like, what are we all talking about? It's original. It feels unique. Like yeah. we've never seen a movie like this and that's why we like it. Because like, yeah. we love, I love a popcorn movie. Yeah. Give me a good popcorn movie that's actually fun and enjoyable and a little spooky. I'm in, in man. And give Russell Crowe absolute free reign. Literally, let that let man make go. Yeah. Crowe cook. Uh, Crowe unleashed. Have y'all liked Crowe in other movies before? Oh, yeah. Like, he's great. I guess, yeah. He's, maybe as a person, not good. But every movie I think I've seen in him, he's been really, really good. He's, he's I can't think of a movie I've seen him personally in, but I was like, he is bad. It's been like a little while since he's been in a movie as a lead, right? I think so. Uh, you know what? The one he that he was bad in was Les Mis. Oh. But that wasn't his fault. Oh. It was, he just oh. couldn't oh. sing. Somebody fucked him and said, you're going to sing. <laughs> that felt they like said, he lost you can do a anything. bet. Yeah. You can speak Italian, you can be a warrior, and you can sing. <laughs> he was like, okay. But I mean, Gladiator. He's yeah, Thor, Love, and Thunder. That was his last movie before that. He was in four last year. Oh, yeah. He plays a god in that. He plays Zeus. That was another thing where he... They said, oh, yeah, you, can you be like Australian? He was like, no, if I'm Zeus, <laughs> I'm I demand to do a Greek, Greek. accent. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's insane. He's a pro. <laughs> he was in a movie called Poker Face that he also wrote and directed. He was in a movie called The Greatest Beer Run Ever. <laughs> he was in a movie up our alley, Caroline, uh, the movie called Boy Erased, based on the memoir about the gay conversion therapy. Right. And he played the Southern Pastel that didn't want <gasps> his son to be his gay. <laughs> 
what a range. Not a good movie. And he's he going was, from priest to pastor. Huge. <laughs> and he was Dr. Jekyll in the mummy movie that came out like six years ago. Oh, with Tom Cruise? The Tom oh, Cruise the Tom, one. The Dark Universe. It was supposed to be whatever. the Dark Universe. And it's like, Russell, oh. you'll get to be Dr. Jekyll when Damn. we make the Dr. Jekyll Mr. Hyde movie. And this it never is a man who keeps waiting for his franchise were, to come. And so, I think he's found it. I think found this is it. it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell everybody I know to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, we They're going to definitely blow it on the second one. There's no way they recreate <laughs> this magic. I, I don't know. know. Maybe. They got Russ. They got, so yeah. There'll be some magic. You would have thought the nice guys might have been the franchise. What if he but plays no, a totally different actors. priest and he's like French this time? <laughs> so it does become like the clumps or something, or yeah. like a Mike Myers movie. Well, yeah. I love like, when they all get in a room yeah. together. I don't know how you like oh. elevate it. The, the first one is like this one demon that's the strongest one that's going to take over. Yeah. The world. Oh, well, and here's he the thing. got exercise. Oh yeah, they did get the main one, but they said another part of lore. This is another demon fact: two hundred fallen angels. Or buried in the earth. Yes. So and there are spread all. We got to see a map. There's quite a be- few spots. So next time he might he might go to Haiti. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they he might go, go to, to the- Bali. He might, it might be a tropical adventure <laughs> yeah. next time or yeah. something. This so movie ends with them in headquarters. Head- literally oh, yeah. saying the yeah. place where what was it like <laughs> welcome yeah, where to- the magic happens. Yeah. <laughs> Everything about Catholicism <laughs> is here, and it's like. An yeah. updated room. It looked like MI6, yeah. but like full it's of amazing. researching, yeah. I guess. It was it's so cool. Funny. Yeah. I enjoyed this movie. Yes. Oh, he was Noah and Noah, a movie we talked about many years ago. Mm. Oh, right, right, right. Um, oh, yeah. And then movie. he's the new bishop is like his Nick Fury, like sending him yes. out on missions. Yes. It's good stuff. I loved it. I thought it was great. I, so silly. I love it. They ended on a here we go again. Yeah. Moment. Oh. The last line is let's go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to hell. Let's go to hell. <laughs> let's go to a hell. I'll, speak, I'll say this one in English. Let's go to hell. <laughs> I love that. What a perfect catch. They have to speak in English because one of them is Spanish and one of them is Italian. <laughs> Man, any any other stray thoughts about there theologically the idea that like anything bad that Christian churches yes. did institutionally is demons is probably I'm the funniest to, part of the movie. There were so many funny moments at the beginning. Too, I'm just trying to remember, but it was crazy. It was like it really ran that line of like, "This is a terrible movie, and this is a really, really good movie." And it's it's almost like the bat. Did you guys see the new Batman? Yeah, the Pattinson. Yes, yeah. so not exactly the same, but that movie for me was like a ten out of ten in some moments, and a five out of ten in some moments. But the 10 out of the 10 moments were so good. Yeah. I was like all on board for giggling along with the five on the Oh, yeah. Five yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Like take itself seriously. Yes, it's like that car chase was amazing. Yeah. Never seen something like that. Into the strangest interrogation the of the penguin. <laughs> oh, oh, come on. Show me that. Oh, come on. <laughs> Wait a minute. That was so. Ah, oh, come on. Colin Farrell had that. to play that role. What are you doing? I don't want to see that. The second so one, funny. the Pope's penguin. <laughs> <laughs> the penguin and the, the Pope's actresses. Wait, what other too. historical uh, things are they going to retcon that like it was the demon, it wasn't the Catholic Church that did The Crusades. Oh. The, yeah. You know. Oh I gosh. can't wait. Number three, they're definitely being like, yeah, all the old boy stuff was actually demons. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to make it like what priest handled all of that. D- uh, demons told us that being gay was bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know. That was just odd, bad. But honestly, <laughs> such a good move. If they get away with that, if they go, demons told us all this, sorry. We apologize it was demons. 
I'd honestly go like, well, at least there's some sort some of accountability. Apo- yeah. 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 Even if you're writing it off at just acknowledge demon, it. At least acknowledge it. Like I did it, but it was actually the demon me yeah. doing it. They like, actually acknowledge the Spanish you know. Inquisition as a bad thing. They've the never first done time. that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you learn about that in school? A little. The Inquisition? Yeah. They were like, it wasn't like that bad. It was like, <laughs> you know, a lot of things were happening. You know? <laughs> like everything was like really crazy. At yeah. The time. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> yeah. were doing stuff to us. We decided to do stuff to them. <laughs> it, it was 400 years that that lasted, right? Something like that. Spanish Inquisition? It was a long time. It, it was wasn't a long like, time. For two years, it was kind of shady. Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Oh, they were also so like, it was like killing Protestants. The way it was. Killing, you know, ever they're killing a. Catholics have a penchant for killing people they don't like. Some people have it coming. Yeah, some people, and that's what I would take away. <laughs> <laughs> some people have it coming. <laughs> My other observation was that the IRL Father Amorte believed that yoga was demonic. No way. He did believe yoga was demonic. Oh, really? And could. Open up a spirit world. Not even original. So then that makes sense how he got to 160K. <laughs> yeah. I Every think yoga so. studio he passed. Oh, but... yeah. He was like, this is yeah. Cool. <laughs> he would just go Everyone online. Just class. Like, yeah. I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Whoa, and it works. <laughs> <laughs> yoga is demonic. They're definitely going to say that in the next one. They're going to be like, well, why don't we take a yoga, yoga class? He'd be like, yoga? Uh, no. And everybody's going to go, yeah, like sugar. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's work. it. You know, maybe there's going to be a formula. That all the movies fall into, where it's a cold open, where it starts with some sort of demon possession and exorcism. This one was the pig, and the next one will be the yoga class. Yeah, one yes. after that will be the penguin <laughs> has a demon in him. That pig one was good. I was like, this is a good cold open. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. It was awesome. Well, let's rate this freaking movie the way it works. Jeremy's, we give a thumbs up or a thumbs down, a holy toast or holy roast. Holy toast. We send this movie to heaven. <laughs> Whoa. What was that at the end? Holy roast, we send it. To or if we're not sure one way or the other, we can send it to purgatory, which is. The space between. <laughs> now, in hell month. Oh, yeah. Things are reversed. Hell is good. That's exactly what I, Let's. Hell yeah. is so if good. You roast, that means. Roast is you experience. loved this. And you want the best for this movie. You want Toast to go where Carmen is. I hate this. Look, I'm gonna say what they said right at the end of the movie. Oh. Let's, let's send go. Let's, let's go to hell. Let's go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. I give it two thumbs down yeah. in a good way. All the way, baby. I agree. Yeah. It's fun. Um, I liked, you know, if we were looking for Christian themes in this Please. movie. Hard to you know, like hard to find. Well, there is one. <laughs> there is one, I think. And that's like the only way the demon beats you is if he convinces you that your like sins haven't been forgiven mm. or that like your uh your guilt or the things that you still feel like bad about you still think like that was not resolved yeah because when you're a good catholic or a good christian you know your sins are covered by the blood of christ or like your confession or whatever and so the only way to beat the demon was to keep saying like no like I am forgiven for that. You can't get to me. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like kind of profound. That was great. Well, that was nice. And also his worst guilt wasn't that bad, you know? He survived war. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. I and know. Then, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were going to say the woman jumping off the church. Yeah. Like, it was just one woman. Grow up, Caroline. <laughs> what? Come on. She was crazy anyway. <laughs> but also, bad. like, he didn't, like, do anything bad to he her. Didn't do it. Yeah, he, he just like, couldn't maybe save ne- her. neglected to, like... 
put things together, you know, of what was going on. If I felt bad about every woman I couldn't (laughs) save, I would never sleep. We'd be here all night confessing. We'd be here all night confessing. But yeah, yeah, when the war, it was just like, he just played possum. It was survivor's guilt. So he didn't die. So, yeah. And it was like, oh, that could be heavy. But the way they played it didn't feel that heavy. He was like, and I've wondered why. Oh, well. (laughs) (laughs) And that's somewhere for one of the future movies. (laughs) (laughs) The sequel, a sequel to this to go where they show him in wartime when he's like 19, 20 years old. But it's Russell Crowe playing him as a 19. Well, I could see them actually like he killed somebody in war and they're going to have to deal with that. Yeah, or he like stole some stuff. Or he stole some stuff. Much lighter. I Whoa. like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He feels bad about it. Yeah, I think He's I stole something man. from a Nazi. Uniformly, <laughs> we all oh, send this movie to hell. It's it's absolutely Yeah, gone. you agree, absolutely. Kevin? Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. I mean, I was in from the Vespa on. Me too. He was just having, I mean, and it was per it was perfect casting. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to see anyone else. Be the Pope's exorcist. <laughs> and Russell Crowe, who's in a, what if I was kind of a cool party guy in this one? That's the mode of like the last five <laughs> big movies. It's so good. It's so lovely to see someone have, because he used to be such a hunk. Yeah. And now he's the Pope's He knows exorcist. who he, are, he is. Yes. He really knows who he is. Yeah. He's settled. It's perfect. So to the Pope's exorcist, we'll see you in hell. All right. Well, oh, there's oh my a little, gosh, oh, demons. That there's was a little scary. more hell to go to. <laughs> but now we're bringing it down to a little more worshipful, plaintive space, more meditative. Another podcast, Jeremy. You know, and here we're dimming the lights. We're lighting the candles like it's a Protestant service at Texas Christian <laughs> University. <laughs> Another show she might plug yourself or promote your projects but we're not here to do that we're here to lift those things up to the lord including maybe the last great thing we watched saw or read or listened to in the secular culture maybe not christian pop culture maybe the secular culture is what we want to lift up today and we'll start as per usual with caroline you can lift me up at caroline's farts online and uh i'm gonna lift up a movie this is for my rom-com fans out there there's a new one on netflix called love at first sight it should be called love is at first flight because the couple meets on a flight and that's when they fall in love but uh it's like it's pretty bad until you get to the middle and it had me weeping it was so like it was very profound um and very sweet and uh i i will say that like the main couple that gets together is like not the couple that matters to me in this movie it's his parents so anyway, very sweet. His parents matter? Wait, who yeah. are his parents? Uh, they're, they're just like specific to the movie. But oh, they I have see. such a sweet love story that is like the best. Oh. But they're not actors I would know? Uh, you would know. I don't know their names. Okay. You can look it up. Well. Mr. Wikipedia. <laughs> You've got a computer. Literally yeah, well, I guess if I had. <laughs> <laughs> Google it. Like, I don't have to do your work for you. <laughs> hey, whoa. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's, um... Nathan Lane and Sally Field. <laughs> really? Can you imagine? <laughs> I love you, Sally. <laughs> oh, my beautiful wife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> my straight, beautiful wife. <laughs> All righty, we turn it to Jeremy. Uh, you can lift me up at Jazzy Jelly. Jazzy under 
underscore underscore jelly on one, one of the great follows right now yeah on guys, social media people well instagram i'm trying to grow yeah let's gas his instagram up please gas my gas me up on instagram and I, I love your videos i've seen friends uh, i don't know you repost them. Uh, i repost a them. dream come true they're so funny Th- and thank you up there thank you the man or up woman there. or anything up there whatever's up there you know <laughs> and then you have a great podcast and then i also have a great podcast uh let's lift it up artist on artist on artist on artist. there's one really great episode only one and it's the one i'm on <laughs> yes <laughs> only one good one we do christian filmmakers and oh that was a good one that was yeah. and boy would you believe kevin is actually really good at that <laughs> i had Very christian specifics for some reason <laughs> yeah. um and uh i just watched um I'm trying to think of anything I want to lift up. Could hmm. be music too. Oh, music. That's good. Uh, I, uh, I, I'm going to the Postal Service's 20th anniversary show. You're going wow. postal? And I'm going postal wow. service. I'm going postal and being a sad boy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I lift up that album. It's really nice. It's perfect. 2006, 2007. Right the line of so beautifully intellectual mm-hmm. and so cheesy. Yeah. <laughs> we love it. Yeah. yeah, I still listen to Riley Kiley. I get it. Come on. Yeah. yeah. You get it. I know. Caroline, I'm looking up the cast list for Love at First Sight. Jamila Jamil is in this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Jump scare, trigger warning. Jamil is actually in the movie yeah, a we, lot. I'm not even saying for me. You just need to tell listeners that that's I'm the sorry. case. She's kind of actually like a, a, a through line of the entire oh, movie. Oh, my gosh. So <sighs> beware I found her. I found her kind of fun. Um, oh, is the mom Mina from Veep? Yes. Yeah, Sally Phillips. Hell Sally yeah. Phillips. Yeah. She and you a, and you're crying about their about story. her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sally Phillips and, and, and is that a, a reality show too? Love at First Sight. Yeah, that's a, or Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Is I thought the there was Love at show. First Sight too. There's a you're sequel, Love right. at First Sight too. <laughs> Wow. No, that's the show. Maybe I made that up. <laughs> Could, be. Could be. I haven't watched reality TV. Bragging. Isn't that kind of interesting? Yeah, I watched Love on the Spectrum. Smart. I enjoyed that. But that was like three years ago and I haven't seen <laughs> I don't watch reality TV. I just watch documentaries. That's my reality. <laughs> that's my reality. <laughs> uh, you can lift me up at Kevin T. Porter everywhere. I'll lift up a freaking book. I read a book, Caroline. Wow. <laughs> to the end? Last yes! page? Yes. Woo! I know. This is a huge win. This is You're going to make fun of me when I tell you what book it is. Green Eggs and Ham. Garfield the Anthology. <laughs> no, <laughs> I already three. read that. <laughs> it's Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, my God. <laughs> the David Graham book yes. came out in 2017. Movie is coming out. The movie's coming out soon. Hey, great. I never read that stuff, but I was born in Tulsa, Whoa. just a little bit south of where Osage County is, and... Honestly, didn't know any of that history. It's great to learn it's, about it's yourself, so about great. where you're from. I was like, this is actually my story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you put yourself in the Native We're American woman's right. footstep. I'm, <laughs> I'm all You visualize yourself. Her. Absolutely. <laughs> I, absolutely. I'm a all lot of lines. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, you and I have spent some time in Oklahoma. Sure have. So uh, important to know about that. I'm like, is this what ding, learning ding, about ding, history ding, feels ding. like? What yeah. is that? <laughs> it's yeah. a little banjo <laughs> in the back. Uh, yeah. I'm like, wow. History is a All narrative. All it took was Martin Scorsese <laughs> <laughs> get you there. 
so lame. <laughs> I'll be smart one day. It's just not going to be this week. Not this year. But I read a book. Yeah, you finished a book that's pretty smart. I finished yeah. it in like four days, too. That's Which is not a big book. Maybe you've been reading Bigger books book? you just don't like. It's like 300. What's that? Maybe you've just been reading books you don't like. I realize nonfiction, this was so narratively propulsive. It's so and much this better is narrative. Yeah. You know. But narrative nonfiction is great. Yeah. It's yeah. much easier because you're like, I need to do that rather than like, here's five things are wrong with you, or Kevin homework. Porter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dear Kevin Porter, here's a book. You better finish it. Yeah. You're stupid. You're, you're ugly. You're ugly. I hate you. Give me $200. <laughs> How to grind. <laughs> Number one, you suck. <laughs> How to be a badass, you stupid <laughs> piece of Help shit. You stupid piece of shit. Here's another thing you don't understand yet. <laughs> yeah, that's Kevin. what it feels like. Although I find I finished that platonic book too. That book's good. What's is that the show? Is that what Apple TV based the show off of? <laughs> There's a show called Platonic yeah. on Apple TV. Yeah, there is. Yeah. Really? Sorry, that was just funny to know. Kevin's only reading like platonic. I would love to lift that up too. Reading Game of Thrones. Uh, I I love to lift up the book that Taxi Driver was based <laughs> off of. I like to lift up The Godfather, the book actually. <laughs> Man, that's my way into it. Uh, you can lift us up at Christian Fun Pod everywhere. Patreon.com slash good Christian fun for more good Christian fun and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Jeremy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jeremy. What a treat. Amen for having me. There's nothing left to see. Uh, To see? Did I say to see? Nothing left to see. (laughs) Oh my God. God. (laughs) Disappeared. (laughs) Except for. Okay. okay, I love love you, you, Emma. Emma. Omen. Omen. Now watch this this drive. drive. Let's go to hell. Let's go to hell. Okay, we're adding on. And we'll close with, uh, you know, a little bit of the score from the Pope's Exorcist. (laughs) And we'll see you next week. (laughs) Goodbye. Goodbye. The final week of Hell Month. Ciao. Ciao, Bill. That was a HeadGum Podcast.